Hello, my name is Cadet Martin and I will be briefing Advanced Camp and Summer Schools. I will begin with Summer Schools. If you remember one thing about Summer Schools from this brief, remember this. Apply, apply, apply. There is nothing to lose but a little time. You may not get your first school choice, but every experience is invaluable and will teach you something you may otherwise never have the opportunity to learn. Even if you are not selected for a school, your application is a signal to our cadre you are interested in and engaged with your future. I have been accepted to three schools and attended two, Air Assault and Combat Coalition Warfighter Program. My advice is to become competitive and remain that way. This means do well in your classes, STEM and nursing majors don't despair, GPA is weighted on your major, show up to PTN Lab, and be engaged in the program. If you find yourself in an uncompetitive position, apply anyway. Sometimes you may find a diamond in the rough. Air Assault training focuses on the mastery of repelling techniques and sling load procedures, skills that involve intense concentration and a commitment to safety and preparation. If Air Assault cadets pass the 10-day course, they will earn the coveted and relatively rare Air Assault badge as well as the 2B additional skill identifier for their future accessions. The school is broken into three phases. After you successfully pass Day 0, an Equipment Inspection and Obstacle course, you will begin Phase 1. Phase 1 consists of classroom sessions and being smoked for disciplinary infractions. If cadets are not dropped from the course for disciplinary reasons and achieve a passing grade on their Phase 1 exam, they will move to Phase 2. Phase 2 is more classroom time with additional time learning practical skills for sling load inspections and more smoke sessions. The purpose of the physical training is to teach cadets the importance of attention to detail on their packing list and conduct as infractions of either will result in being dropped from the course. Cadets who pass Phase 2 written and practical exams will move to Phase 3. By Phase 3, the cadets unable or unwilling to learn discipline and attention to detail will likely have been dropped, so the smoke sessions are mostly over. This is about 50%. Phase 3 is learning practical skills for helicopter repelling. Cadets will learn to tie a Swiss seat and safely repel, assisted by a wall, and unassisted. Those who are successful at learning to tie a Swiss seat and repel safely down the tower, the Phase 3 test, are given the privilege of repelling from a Blackhawk helicopter. This is the highlight of the course for most cadets. Last, cadets must complete a 12-mile ruck in 3 hours or less. This is the least exciting part, but very doable. After a 12-mile ruck and final equipment inspections, cadets will have their wings pinned on at the graduation ceremony and are officially air assault qualified. The other opportunity I've experienced which is relevant to this topic is Combat Coalition Warfighter Program. CCWP was, emphasis on was, a program for cadets to travel overseas as a sort of official diplomatic mission to exchange culture and improve relations with foreign nations. Let me be the first to tell you it was amazing. Experiences at each of the 20 plus countries varied greatly but all had some military and some tourist component. I visited the Republic of Congo in Eastern Africa and had a blast. I consider it the most valuable experience of my life. I made new friends from two countries. My communication skills developed greatly because I learned to speak across a language and cultural barrier. I made friends that continue to teach me about the world, especially during the coronavirus pandemic. 
I learned a small amount about life in third world countries and had some of the best food in existence. Fried plantains were not a surprise, but grilled maggots were, and damn are they good. For America. For America, Sergeant Green. Stop this. Yeah! CCWP began with a long flight from Fort Knox to Brazzaville, with a wonderful layover in Paris. Upon arrival in Brazzaville, we were given a special welcome by a Congolese colonel who gave us a brief introduction to the country. The next two days were embassy briefings where we learned the do's and don'ts of the Congo. In Congo, being called fat is a compliment akin to being called healthy, just one of many cultural differences. Also in Congo, you do hold hands with your male friends. It isn't strictly romantic as in American culture. That being said, it was still awkward when our Congolese friends decided that was what we would do. We had the privilege of spending the next week with the Congolese cadets. We did PT with them. <coughs> we ate with them, and we exchanged tactics with them. Each of us were paired with a partner who had been learning English. Congolese cadets eat like kings. Every day we had freshly cooked lunch trays full of chicken, couscous, a full loaf of bread, fruit, and a pastry. The last night they had a sending off ceremony where they invited us to participate in one of their tribal dances. The latter half was tourism in Brazzaville and Point Noir. The most exciting parts were trips to the markets where we could barter with the merchants. And by barter, I mean basically robbed by the merchants who allowed us to think we were the ones being crafty. We also toured several sites important to the cultural history and natural history of Congo. Unfortunately, CCWP was eliminated during force-wide budget cuts. There are rumors continental commands may bring it back in a more limited scope within their own budgets. I bring it up, however, because it is an example of a diamond in the rough. Cadet Command was practically begging for applicants. Those who were normally uncompetitive were able to go and put themselves in a much better position for their future accessions. Everyone I know who went would do again in a heartbeat. So again, apply for everything. Even if you don't think you'll like it, you will. And if you can't find some enjoyment, you will learn something. Full disclosure, I will not attend an advanced camp like the one you will. Due to the pandemic, mine is shortened. However, our preparation is the same. The summer between your junior and senior year, you will be tested on everything you've learned so far. I will go over the schedule and give you the best ways to prepare for each event at advanced camp. The overall theme of advanced camp is evaluation. Cadre will be constantly evaluating you to see how you respond as a leader to every situation, so maintain a good attitude and find something productive to do. The APFT is now the ACFT. This is the new PT test the Army is using. We will prepare for this during our PT sessions, but to truly master it, you will need to work on your own time. And don't forget to continue exercising when school lets out. Leader Reaction Course is a team-building exercise forcing participants to improvise. It will be hot and frustrating. The important thing here is to maintain a good attitude and work with your team. 
You will have plenty of time to practice this during ROTC and college. Trust me. Professors love group projects. The map reading exam and land navigation tests are difficult for some, but far from impossible. Map reading skills are easy to practice outside of ROTC, but land navigation isn't. Take the practical opportunity seriously and focus. You will be fine. Six mile foot march. This is a ruck. Heavy backpack on and walk. Six miles is too easy for those who take their physical preparation seriously. Basic rifle marksmanship will be a challenge for some. For most, you will have very few opportunities to shoot. You will have several classes during ROTC, so pay attention and take notes. ROTC also provides several simulated and live fire qualification sessions. Peer evals are where your peers are anonymously honest with you. Don't be a jerk and don't be useless. Practice this by monitoring your attitude and knowing your training forwards and backwards so you can step up and know your role. These ones are all heavily supervised. The test here is keeping your head on straight and showing how you operate in a stressful situation. Trust your fellows and your equipment. The next phase is preparation for your real practical tests. Cadre will be teaching you and walking you through the exercises. Don't let your guard down. They are still evaluating you. Stay motivated and attentive. You will have lots of boring gen eds to practice this skill and lots of repeated tactics classes. You can always learn something new, so pay attention. Eight mile foot march. Bigger and badder. One foot in front of the other. I believe in you. TLPs stand for troop leading procedures. You will be taught them in ROTC. Build a strong foundation during your years and ace this part. Field training exercise one. It's getting real now. Don't worry, you've been training for this for three years. If you've been paying attention and staying engaged at lab and classes here at UNL, you will do absolutely fine. Keep your head when the blanks start flying and exceed expectations. Mid-counseling is when cadre give you honest feedback halfway through advanced camp. This is a great bookmark to know where you stand compared to the other cadets. Know how to use your TLPs, Army values, and leadership competencies. You'll learn those last two during the years ahead. Always be thinking about them and it will come naturally. Peer evals 2. Second verse, same as the first. More TLPs, this time in a more complicated environment. You've been building here from the first phase, so as long as you're paying attention, nothing will be above your ability. Field training 3 is the real deal, make or break. Again, you've been building to this, so keep your head and pay attention. Nothing you can't do. Peer evals 3. This is the last one, so you know what the platoon really thinks of you. Be at the top, not the bottom. UNL is good at producing high-quality cadets. Do what our cadre say and absorb the lessons in the next three years. 12-mile foot march. This is where we find out who really cares about their preparation. It seems like a lot, but you can do it. I've seen people half my size rock far faster than me. Drink water and don't think about how much your feet hurt or how hot the sun is. From here, it's administrative work and smooth sailing. Congratulations, you have passed advanced camp and are nine-tenths of the way to being a commissioned army officer. In this brief, we discussed summer opportunities where you learned to apply, 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 and how to most effectively prepare for advanced camp the next several years. Thank you all for your attention and your interest in the Big Red Battalion. <laughs>